Like there's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. Hello, Hungry Mamas. I'm Shannon. I'm here with Candace and Whitney, and this is the Mom Group Chat Podcast. And I said we were hungry because we were all wolfing down our lunches right before we started this conversation, but it's apropos because today's topic, which I'm really excited about and I think will be super relevant to the audience, is feeding your baby, feeding your toddler. How's it going? (laughs) Not well. It's not well. (laughs) The mental load is too much, people. It's crazy. I'm really excited to dive into it. I think when we decided we were going to do this episode, at first I was like, I have nothing to say. But then I I do. Candace started like prefacing with some of the questions she prepared. And I'm like, okay, this will be fun. Um, Yeah. This has been one of the episodes I've been like looking forward to the most because I feel – like feeding Alice has been like a constant struggle or I feel like it's in the top three things I've thought about the most while being a mom. Yeah. (laughs) Like the whole time. (laughs) It's not really something that's, I feel like talked about a lot. Um, It's not like a dog that'll just eat whatever you give it. Yeah. And I feel like I know we're going to dive into it even more here in a sec, but I do feel like it's just a lot of like, here's some options to feed your baby. No one actually talks about like the actual nitty gritty of like getting them to eat something slash figuring out what to feed them slash how do you handle them throwing food in your face or always giving it to the dog. No one talks about that. (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot about giving it to the dog, Oh, but you're right. I feel like This is one area where on social media, it just always works out for the influencers or the people that I follow. Like I'm only seeing success stories and meanwhile, we're not having success in my kitchen, (laughs) in our house. And I'm like, is this like, am I the only one dealing with this? I'm excited to talk about it because it is an area where I feel vulnerable and like I'm not doing enough. So yeah, it'll be interesting. But something I wanted to talk to you guys about before we dove into that is um, I'm nervous. This article, no, don't be nervous. Okay. It's kind of just like a maybe a. It's not a current event, but I saw this article going around a lot yesterday from NPR and Candace, I think you shared it in our group chat Mm -hmm. um, about, I think it was called like pregnancy is hard emotionally, physically, and mentally. Um, And then it was like a cartoon of this uh, Mm -hmm. podcast that they had, but I really want to read the book after going through it. So it was this, the podcast is called Life Kit and the journalist they interviewed is called Chelsea Conaboy. But she wrote a book on like the neurological effects of becoming pregnant and becoming a mother. And I thought this was so, well, first of all, everyone was sharing it around yesterday. So I was like, okay, everyone is like on board for this conversation. Yeah. And it was relevant because I went to a wedding over the weekend with it was really fun with a lot of my old coworkers that I was friends with when I was like 23 to 26 is when I was in this world. And it was just so funny. Like 
I hadn't seen them in a long time being like thrown back into that environment, but now we're all in our early thirties and just like seeing how much everybody has changed. A lot of people have become parents. So it was really fun to like be with the people I used to just like blackout with, honestly, (laughs) all the time. And now we are all parents and like talking about this kind of thing. And it was just like, wow, look at us. But the concept that really hit home with me was matrescence. I don't know if you guys like double clicked into the article at all, Mm -hmm. but matrescence is basically the – it's what happens to your brain chemically. Yeah. And it's the same level of change that you go through during adolescence. Mm -hmm. And so when people are like, I don't know that I'll ever feel like myself again. This feels so long. I feel so different. It's the same chemical change as going through adolescence. And she's basically like, you won't really feel the same again. And it just was so validating to hear that because I know that's something that we've all talked about and Mm -hmm. gone through before. Um, And also, Whitney was talking about like some of the superpowers you get when you are pregnant. Like everyone talks about pregnancy brain and being in a fog, which – you definitely have those moments, but it's because your brain is like growing and preparing and becoming more elastic so that when you become a parent, you are adaptable and you can just like move and change and be ready for this new life phase. So I just thought it was so amazing and wanted to see if you guys had any major takeaways from it. One of my, that was actually my favorite part of mine too. the, The whole article was like, you know, them saying, all these dramatic changes that happen to our hormones during pregnancy are priming the brain to be more plastic, more malleable, more changeable, and be ready to receive like all of these crazy changes that come with a baby. And hearing, I don't know if any of you guys feel this way, but hearing things like that, because pregnancy was not enjoyable for me. I was one of those girls that was like, I didn't love that. I'm going to do it again. But I don't like it. <laughs> and well, you were sick a lot. Yeah. And hearing things like that, like, I don't know, there's something about it that I'm like, okay, it was cooler than I am giving it credit <laughs> for and makes it all feel like it does make you feel like, damn, I, my body really did some shit that is so cool. And that my brain literally remolded itself for parenthood. It's so crazy. And it really is like a superpower. It makes me feel like it was cooler than I remember, you know? (laughs) I feel like my favorite part, it showed a picture of the mom talking to an older son and it was saying like, are you okay? And he said, yeah, I'm fine, mom. And the mom having the sixth sense to know you're not fine. And that was like a part of your brain that grows. And I feel that so hard with Graydon. Like, he was a part of me and I know every little thing that's wrong. I know him so well now that it's like something's off. Like, is he sick? Is he this? Is he that? Um, so I thought that that part was very interesting because I think I do that really well with Graydon. My mom compliments me on that all the time. She's like, you know him so well. You know what he's saying. Like he talks gibberish, but I just know him. So I just thought that part was pretty interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to take a step back and look at where we were three years ago, like before becoming moms, before even knowing we were going to become moms. And like, I love that version of myself and I love that girl, but it's nice every now and then to 
pat yourself on the back, give yourself a round of applause for the changes that you've gone through instead of missing the old you. I mean, it's important to mourn the parts of you that have changed, but it's also a great reminder that like you've basically gained a whole entire new set of skills and yeah, also a new person in your life. It's so amazing. Yeah. I loved the, I think it's the last slide of that Instagram post um, where she says, and all those other pieces of you, they're all still a part of you, different hues of yourself that you can still tap into to make the portrait of this new stage of life brighter, richer, and uniquely yours. And I love that because it is true. Like I, you guys have heard me say on our postpartum thing, like I don't feel like the same person, but I do know that the parts of that person exist within this new makeup somehow. And I am able to like tap into that. And sometimes I do feel like, oh, I'm able to tap into that in a better way or in a more potent way. So just being a mom is fucking powerful. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, it's so nice to, have these conversations like see or see them in my Instagram feed and to have people share them. I always find it's very important for me to share things like this with the men in my life. (laughs) Oh yeah. I sent it to Andrew. Yeah. I sent it to Vinny and I was like, you need to read this because it's one thing for like, as women, we know that we can feel the changes. We read that and we like resonate with it. Sometimes I don't think men fully understand the full changes that go into becoming a mom and birthing a child and all of that. So if you are listening to this, send that article to a male in your life. <laughs> Let yeah. give them the give them the facts. And the one percent of male listeners, hello. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? They're like, we just want to learn. They're probably our friends, honestly. <laughs> Uh, it's like mark joseph hello (laughs) oh mark (laughs) i bet he's listening he totally is he he texted me last week for last week's episode so he's great can we tell the story really quick about my cousin thinking mark and Mackenzie were a couple yeah so mark is (laughs) one of my best friends from new york and Mackenzie's also one of our really all of our best friends and Mm -hmm. um they both live in new york together but Mark is a very gay man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a beautiful man. Beautiful man. Oh my yes. gosh. Stunning. And so Mark and Mackenzie spend a lot of time together. They went to Taylor Swift with us. And so did Shannon's cousin, Kelsey. And Kelsey doesn't know Mark and Mackenzie. And Kelsey like fully thought that Mark and Mackenzie were a couple. Which right, is because so- we started the group chat before we got to the concert. Mm-hmm. And Mark and Mackenzie live in New York and they were always hanging out together because they're best friends. Yeah. So they were like sending pictures of themselves together and like on the same flight coming in together. And it's it is like Mark and Mackenzie were a little like set yeah. coming in from mm-hmm. New York for whatever. But the way Mark was texting in this group chat was like <laughs> It was like and red all, flags. He's everywhere. a girly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a girly girl. Uh, and then eventually, like weeks into this group chat, Mark said something really just like gay. <laughs> and my cousin texted me on the side and she was like, Mark, are Mark and Mackenzie like <laughs> married? And I was like, 
no. And she was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was getting so confused. And I was like, who's going to tell her that? Like, oh my God. She was like, I thought maybe he was just trying to like play it up. Like he's excited oh. for the concert. <laughs> um, Wow, what a good sport, Mark. Thanks yeah, for uh, doing it, it for the really girls. Funny. That's funny. I thought it was going to be him showing up in his tube top at the concert that gave it away, but <laughs> glad she figured it out before. <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny. Okay, so we're going to dive in to the topic feeding your toddlers. Let's just start by like shooting the shit around the frustrations and struggles with feeding your toddler. I know personally, Alice is in a I throw everything to the floor or give it to the dog phase to the point at the end of every meal I'm like did you even consume anything I I genuinely have no idea and I was so nervous going into her 15 month appointment because I was like she's gonna be in the one percentile for weight she's a small little girl and I was like she's so light like she doesn't eat anything I don't even know like and then they ask they ask you all these questions that the doctor is like, does she eat in every food group? And I'm like, well, yeah, she'll put a berry in her mouth. But like, <laughs> does she swallow it? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I'm and- you. I treat mealtime as like, this is you time. So I don't watch every single thing that's going in their mouth. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I have found too. I don't know if y'all feel like this. I feel like she eats better when I don't look at her. If I'm looking at her, it's going to the floor. Yeah, I feel that way with TJ. I feel like in general, he's becoming like he wants to push boundaries. And one of the big ones is throwing food on the ground. Um, Like I see a lot of people post like what I fed my child versus or what I offered my child versus what they ate. And I was like, how do you know? Are you watching okay. them the entire time? I, I'm like, I use that time to kind of like clean up the mess I, I made in the kitchen. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I see those videos of like, here's what I fed my toddler versus what he can like versus what he consumed. It's always like a perfect plate, like a three part yes. plate. And I'm like, I, I don't know about you. I can't give Alice a plate. Can you? I can now. I, I can now. As okay. of a couple months ago. But they're the silicon like stick on plates. No, he'll she, keep a plate now. Okay, Alice will take a plate and throw it across the room like a frisbee. Yeah, Yeah. that's a face. And she's the none of the silicone ones with the suction cup work for me. They all come off. She always gets them off. Yeah, I don't think we used plates until a little bit past where Alice is. It's only been a that makes me feel better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't until kind of recently, probably Shannon's TJ's age when he stopped. That makes me feel better because. I think one of my biggest struggles with feeding is just seeing all of the content around feeding your toddler online and it all looking so easy and like successful. And I am constantly seeking some sort of like community around like, is your toddler a nightmare when they eat or is it just mine? Because I'm just seeing all these toddlers eat full plates of food. And, you know, I, I don't have that experience. I'm in that phase where Graydon is eating everything, but it's because I'm in my, I give up. I don't give a fuck what I'm giving you. I know he'll eat it because it's a tried and true food. Mm-hmm. And we went through a phase where like we were feeding him all kinds of stuff and we're like, we're organic and 
cool. And now it's just like, you're eating dino nugs for dinner because I know he will or whatever. Yeah. Can we like just remind the audience how old the babies are? I think it's like sure. important. Yeah. So Graydon's, um, he's about to be 21 months on July 1st. So okay. yeah, him, um, he's eating everything. He eats a ton, but it's definitely something I know he will eat. Yeah. Okay. What about TJ's 18 months and he is eating like so little right now. He still seems pretty chunky, but I've told the girls, like I still give him bottles, two bottles a day. Like I'm still relying on milk. I feel like for a lot of calories and it's also just like day by day. I I won't go into all the details right now, but I'll just say like feeding him meals is probably my least favorite part of parenting him. Mm-hmm. That is the hardest thing. <laughs> it's like I don't put this much effort in my own life, and now I'm having to do it for someone else. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Okay, and yeah. Alice, Alice is 15 months, and I, I think I've made it very clear it's a nightmare. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having fun. And, <laughs> um. We are also still, we're pretty much still on three bottles, which I have tried so hard to get rid of that in the middle of the day bottle. But like I said, I feel like she's not eating anything and it's just, I, it's a crutch for me. And I know that. And I, at her 15 month appointment on Tuesday, the doctor was like, you gotta start, you know, get rid of the bottles, start. Really? Yeah. She was like, you need to start disassociating them with bedtime. Mm, I also got a lecture about teeth brushing, which I'm not even going to talk about right now. That's (laughs) another trigger. (laughs) One thing at a time. (laughs) Um. Wait till her teeth rot out and then tell me. Yeah. I'm like, I like, yeah, the bedtime bottles deal with teeth brushing. It's yeah. so hard. I don't want to talk just, about it either. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, we'll save that for another episode. We'll push that into the back of my brain. But um, I don't know. I guess I just – my I had all these ideas of, like, what I thought making food for her would be like and what I thought feeding her would be like. And it is so far from that in my reality. Yeah. Um. And I'm not saying like she's not the thing is she's not picky. Like she eats vegetables from time to time. It's just that it's so inconsistent. Like she could like do really well with one thing one day and then the next day or for the next week it's on the floor. Yeah. And then I'll try again a week later and it's she'll eat it again. It's like I feel like I can't keep up. Yeah, I think I just get so pissed at him. Like I get yeah. really angry and I try not to show him because everyone will tell you like toddlers can be picky and it's okay. Emily Oster, my girly, every Wednesday people are asking her like, is it okay? And she's like, yes, kids are picky. Like this is normal. But when I – it's the worst when you actually decide, okay, my kid needs to eat something nutritional and not just Annie's mac and cheese or yogurt for dinner. Yeah. And you go through the effort of making something that you think they're going to like, and then they throw it on the floor. I feel so personally attacked. Oh, yeah. 
by him. And depending on how that day went for me otherwise, like I will be crying. I will be crying. I will be upset. Never do I feel like I need a cocktail more than like it's already the end of the day and you got to feed the monster. And he's like, there's a 90% chance I'm going to say fuck you to all of (laughs) this food. And I'm just like, why? How how dare you hide vegetables in my noodles? (laughs) Yeah. It's – it's a struggle. And then the audacity he has sometimes, he'll throw the food all over the ground and then I'm like, fine, dinner's over. Take him down. He starts eating it off the ground. Oh, Have you Alice, ever seen that? Oh my yeah. God. Alice does it all the time. And guess what? I let her. Yeah. I'm Me like, too. I'm like, enjoy your dog hair infused I'm like, <laughs> broccoli bites. I'm Honestly, I'm like, listen, if you're going to eat it, just eat it off the floor then. I don't care. I... I I can't tell you how many times I have just, I like give up. Like I just like, I take her out of the high chair. She, and it's funny because my mom tells me all the time that I was exactly like this as a kid. I did not like being like tied down in my high chair or in a chair. I ate so much better when I was running around and like I I would have a plate at the table. My mom would not let me take the plate from the table, but I would get up and do cartwheels Mm. and run around the house and like keep myself busy. And I'd come back and take a bite. And like my my mom, my my mom (laughs) would just let me, I, she used to say like, I used to just have to be like, "I, I sure. So I, would get up and do a cartwheel and take a bite. And then like, and now I'm, li- I'm living that reality. Yeah. And so, and you know what? I turned out pretty okay. So this is another thing I struggle with is going back and forth of letting them live their truth I know. <laughs> yeah. with eating and like letting them do it the way they want to do it or sticking with structure and like strict sticking with like creating good habits. And I'm making big, serious air quotes there because I feel like I don't know what is the right thing. Like, am I, which way am I fucking her up worse? Like, I I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to be strict because all I can think about is me in public. And I'm like, I don't want them doing cartwheels in public. Yeah. That's so true. Oh, it's like, I try so hard to be like strict at home and it's just still a struggle. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And I flip flop back and forth too, of being like, we, I think someone, I think Whitney, you might've mentioned this a couple minutes ago of just being like, well, if he's, if he's hungry, he's going to eat like kids will eat what they need. Like, you know, you, I, I hear that all the time from the doctor or from, you know, well, when they're, when they're hungry, they'll eat, they'll let you know. So I flip flop back and forth of being like, okay, well, she didn't eat anything. So I guess it's fine. Like she would eat it if she needed to, or being like, do I force her to eat this? Cause she, I don't know what she's eating today. So yeah. It's a I constant. remember that too. I'm like, okay, he's going to eat if he wants to eat, mm-hmm. but he is at that point now where he'll ask for food. Like he does his sign for eating and then he still won't be eating or he'll thrash all of his food off of his tray and then he'll say more. <laughs> and I'm just like, you this playing. is frustrating. I know he's frustrated too because, like, he's trying to say, like, more bananas, you dumb whore. <laughs> but <laughs> put that on a t shirt, Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I didn't say more applesauce. Like, read my yeah. mind. Um, so it's just so 
frustrating. I feel like what you were saying, Whitney, about being able to like read Graydon's mind earlier when we were talking about the matrescence thing. This isn't an area with parenting TJ where I'm like, I don't feel like we're aligned. And it kind of like makes me feel like a bad mom. Yeah, I feel like I don't know what he wants. I don't know what he even needs. I end up like caving and oftentimes just feeding him yogurt or bananas. Yogurt's a huge crutch for us. Yeah, Because I know he'll eat it. And Mm -hmm. then I'm like another day where he ate yogurt, bananas, and snacks. Yeah. Yep. Exclusively. Yeah. I've gotten to where we feed him one thing at a time. Like I'll Mm. give him a little bit of this and then if he wants more, he'll say more. And then if he doesn't eat a lot of that, I'll try something else. So it's like little by little. So it doesn't overwhelm him because sometimes he just won't at all eat something. But um, he's getting pretty communicative at this point. So he will tell me and I'll say, do you want more? And he'll go, okay. You know, so it's just like, yeah, super cute. But yeah, he'd be feeding my dog. I have a dachshund. Um, I'm sure she weighs the same as Graydon does. I'm not kidding. (laughs) She is a sausage loaf. Yeah. Remy's a thick girl. (laughs) (laughs) She's always been big, but it's just like exponentially. Yeah. 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 Actually, Harvey went to the uh, vet, our dog Harvey, and the vet was like, she needs to lose weight. And I was like, this is 1,000% her eating all of TJ's food that I let her eat every day. We've gotten that since birth for her. So I was like, I just have a big baby, okay? (laughs) Like, Remy's just always been a big girl. She's big boned. Yeah. Um, We started to – we literally in the past week or two just started to put away the dogs while she eats because – she is so obsessed with feeding them and she'll just lean down and hand them things. Mm-hmm. And she thinks it's funny and like she, they are so distracting to her. So we've just started to put them away and guess what? Nuts. Nothing's changed. No, <laughs> nothing's changed. Every time it's we still- do that with Remy, she goes berserk. Yeah. Finn yells the whole time so he's in his crate, I'm like, <sighs> but I'll take that over. Or it's actually funny when Finn is yelling in his crate, she'll look at me. Alice will look at me and go, Oh, (laughs) she's like, Alice is so communicative. She's got so her vocabulary is big. Yeah. She's, she's, she is a smarty pants. There's all (laughs) these things that I have like in my notes app or something of like things I want to try. Like I keep seeing things like take their tray of their high chair up and pull them up to the table. And like, I've seen that kids can do better when they're, they're not like the floor isn't so open to them. Like they're up against a table instead of having Mm. a tray. And I, I find myself saving all of this stuff on Instagram, all of these like tips and tricks. But then when it comes time to the actual like routine of feeding, I just fall back into what's comfortable and I just suffer through it. And I think I get overwhelmed in the moment of like change. And like, so I don't know why I'm saying this other than like a reminder to myself that I need to maybe switch it up and try some new things. And I know we do. Graydon's at that age where he's, I think he started it at a daycare where they started eating at the table with friends. And I remember thinking like, how is he doing that? Like he would never do that here. He'd be doing cartwheels running around. Mm -hmm. But I think we're at that age where we 
honestly should sit down together as a family and yeah. start eating together because he can sit and he will eat. Or, I mean, we've does been- Does he just, in a high chair still or does he yeah, sit in a eat, different- he'll, he'll eat in a high chair, but we've been talking for months about getting him his own personal table that comes with like two chairs or whatever from Walmart or something just because we know he can, he can do it. We just haven't yeah. pulled the fucking trigger. And I don't know why. We're just like, it's expensive when- Honestly, we should probably should just sit down as a family and eat together. Yeah. Wait, but how would that work if he's at a – is he at a little mini table? Yeah, like we need to buy a mini table and chairs. And does everybody can... sit at the mini table? No, no. <laughs> no. I'm picturing like Elf. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm picturing. Chris would haunt the table. Chris's knees like, are at his ears. <laughs> it's just like, this is great lasagna, hun. No, I think just having it as an option for him to eat yeah. there by himself um, and then like use it for coloring. Like he needs one. Him and Margot could have like cute little breakfast yeah. dates there later. Oh, yeah. Oh, She'll so be serving cute. him tea, I'm sure, one day. <laughs> oh, okay. That's sweet. That's really yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's just something we need to buy. Like, I don't know what's keeping us from him. Like, are we going to buy it at a fucking yard sale? Like what's going to, it's just going to appear in front of us. Like it's just one of the, of those like motherhood mental load things where you're like, yeah. add it to the list yeah. that never That's, fucking ends. It and is true. It, yeah. It's like when you take a look at that list, it's like buying that mini table is probably so low. It's yeah. like, Oh, that's a job for another day. And then it never happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been in our cart forever. Yeah. Maybe it'll go I on a, sell Amazon Prime or something. I'll buy one. So so I have a logistical question for you guys. Because right now, Alice goes to bed at 630. And we have we eat after she goes to bed. Um, and we've toyed. We've done it a couple times where we try to eat early and eat with her and sit down <laughs> sit down as a family and I y'all know I had a I t- sent this in our group chat I had a hard we had a hard time with this last Sunday or whenever it was we tried to eat early and sit down as a family she like screamed and threw everything on the floor the whole dinner so I ended up pulling her out of her high chair and sitting her in my lap while we ate and like I tried to distract her and I literally looked away for point three seconds and she flipped my entire plate of Asian food onto the floor, onto the carpet. And that you cooked. It that wasn't I cooked. takeout. Yeah. It was not yeah. takeout. I made dinner for everyone and then I didn't even get any at the end because she flipped my plate onto the floor. The and I, I would just, have cried. Oh, I, I'm, I'm oh. emotional right now. I, know. I living this. cried and I was so frustrated and it was just one of those things that was like, okay, this is why we, we eat without her. Like it's just, so my question is, since y'all are a little bit ahead of us time wise, like, are do you eat before they go to bed? After they go to bed, what time are they going to bed right now? That's might be a stupid question, but I genuinely don't know. No, you actually bring up a good point. Like, maybe one of the reasons we're not eating with him is because our food isn't ready yet. Um, yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with Graydon getting home from daycare. All he wants is like our attention because we haven't been with him all day. Yeah. So if we even glimpse at cooking or anything, he goes berserk. He does not want us in the kitchen, chopping, cooking at the stove. Like mm-hmm. it drives him nuts. He wants our attention. He wants to read with us or play with us. And so it's like I either have to meal prep if we want to eat together or we're, we're waiting till after he goes to bed. And he goes to bed around 7.15 every night. So 
Okay. Mm. I think, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The other thing we struggle with is like in the same vein, still in the same topic, but um, like dinner is, is one of the only times Vinny and I have yeah. together to like really be able to talk and to connect. And if we eat with Alice, it's like, that's yeah. not happening. We barely look exactly. at each other. We're focused on her. And it's like, so I weigh the pros and cons of like, you know, I should be eating with Alice. It's good for her to see us sitting down and to eat together. But then now I'm missing this one time during the day that I have with my husband. So and <laughs> it's like, it's, it, it feels like there's pros and cons of each side. And again, it's like one of those mental load things. That's like, Oh, I feel guilty either way. It's like, it's all yeah. so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I had this conversation with Andrew this week because yeah, I I was saying the exact same thing. Right now, we kind of play it day by day. TJ yeah. goes down at 7.30. I like to eat earlier, but it's not fun to eat with him. Yeah. And maybe we just need to – I don't know. Like when like you said. Yeah. Like, Someone should we just us. like <laughs> – Yeah, just like eat it and like have kind of a bad time at dinner because that's like how TJ is going to learn that we do family meals. Oh, that's what I was freaking out about. I was like, I want to have family dinners like in our family. I want that to be part of our, our family culture. Like, yeah, same. do I need to start now? Like, is it going to mess him up? That is that why he's not eating? Because we're just like not eating when he's eating. Like what's going on? Just like really spiraling about it. I think and we I was have like, time. we need to eat when he eats. Yeah. Um, but whenever we do that, it's I'm really sad. And <laughs> I also eat so fast because I'm just like, yeah. like, I have to eat this and also be feeding him. So I'm taking huge bites. I'm not enjoying my food. It's just like it's yeah. a lot. Pros and cons. I feel like we definitely have time to instill the family dinner situation. It's just this toddler phase is wild. Um Yeah. Yeah, because if he's not sitting in his chair, he's going to be running around Um, and he'll grab and go and snack and whatever. And like some nights that's fine. And some nights I'm like, you sit there. I made a big mess making you dinner. I'm going to clean. And like, that's the only time I have to myself at home. So it's like win and lose. Yeah. I know we've all written off restaurants as well, obviously. I'm I'm inching back, guys. Really? We're in the depths. (laughs) We will not be there. <laughs> I've had two decent experiences in a row. And I, I'm still scared. I have What's PTSD. Um, this is embarrassing, but he'll watch my phone now. Mm. And we're not at the restaurant too long. Um, it's usually him being bored and he'll like scream out loud because he's just very excitable. And he'll scream. And that's when people turn their head like, what's happening? Um but he's been watching my phone. Like, I'll let him eat or whatever. And then when it gets to that point where he's ready to run around the restaurant, I'll just turn that sucker on. And he's been good the past two times. And I'm like, oh. Like, I don't want to make that a habit of doing that. But if if it comes to it, it was, it was a nice, like, okay, we can manage a restaurant. Yeah. So... We're definitely not at that phase. We're we're in the depths of restaurants are my least favorite place with her. She's like pulling things off the table and like she can't she you know, she's I, I feel like we're just at that phase where she is walking everywhere, like almost running. She's like yep. fully choosing to walk now instead of crawl. You know, before there's like that period of like they're walking, but it's like yeah. 
you know, fully walking and running. And she wants to be moving and walking and running. Great beelines for the kitchen. Like he'll be like, I want to see the cooks. And you're like, please Please sit down, you crazy animal. Oh my God. Hold on. We just this quick side tangent. We have to post that video of Graydon checking out the waiter. Oh, yes. Yeah, that'll be good for this episode. (laughs) That is one of my favorite videos. It is so funny. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, I clock a hottie. Bam. (laughs) It was so So funny. funny. He was pretty good eating out there, too. I'm just scared of once again being the one, like, because Chris will get really frustrated. We both get very frustrated at restaurants. And we both look at each other like, who's going to take them? Because I don't want to. I would love to enjoy my meal right now. And so when we went out on Father's Day, like, I was like, I guess I have to do it. And I was, like, quiet the whole meal because I was so nervous about Graydon. And he's like, you're not talking a lot. I'm like, I'm in an anxiety bubble right now. Yeah, (laughs) I've been that way at restaurants. It's like, and we've gone out with family um, where, you know, we're sitting at a table with, like, multiple family members. And I feel like I can't even be a part of the conversation because I am so zeroed in on her and, like, what she's grabbing, what she's looking at, like, what she's eating. Like, they're talking to me. And it's, like, it's, like, in (laughs) – it's literally like hearing the wah, 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 yeah, wah, wah, yeah. because yeah. I just can't focus on that and this. It is actually being out at a restaurant with a toddler to me is like the definition of sensory overload. Yeah. There's so much noise. There is so much like happening. Like I'm just overstimulated. When I get when I get home from restaurants when we're with her, I'm like, like I genuinely tell Vinny, I'm like, I gotta go lay down alone. <laughs> like I yeah. can't. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like being on a plane for for an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like the same level. Yeah. You are just fully hands on with this person. Yeah. It's kind of even harder because like you said, there's more variables. Yeah. There's like other people's drinks. How many times have like has TJ or another toddler that I'm with like poured a drink on somebody? It's like at least going to be out here with all these like non sippy cups just on the table. Yeah. No, yeah. we're done. How dare you leave the knives out on the fucking oh, table? Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it does. I feel like we're getting to that stage where it's getting better. Is my solution amazing? No. But like we're easing into it. I think this is yeah. this is one of those times where I would love to have a mom of like 10 year olds and older or something come on and just give me a pep talk about how it gets (laughs) better or even like Like, maybe a three-year-old like what was like tell me or something yeah like I feel like I was really tuned into the transition of like starting solids and like that sort of thing I feel like I know nothing about the transitions moving forward to be honest like when do they sit at the table? When is that the right time? Like, is me forcing her to sit at a family dinner now? Like, that's just not like, is that even the wrong time? Should I not even try that until she's X age? Like, I don't know. And I don't know who's the expert on this. I don't know if it's a parent coach or a, a I don't even know. I don't know. (laughs) So that's why I feel like actually the expert on this is just other moms. Like I'm going to post a poll. Moms of the future. Yeah. Moms of poll. Most moms. No, we of the should future. legit get a mom on here who's like five years older than us, whose youngest kid is four, yeah, whose oldest kid is eight, something like that, and just be like, 
how has it gone? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how are you mentally right now? Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's going to happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> if you fit that description, send us a message because we would like to speak with you. <laughs> yeah, really. Speaking oh of gosh. this, like I was thinking of this the other day. Andrew wants like a fo- football team. He's just like. That's cute. He wants well, the you, kiddos. You make beautiful children, so I see why. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Thank you. We love TJ. Yes. So I'm like, let's say we have three. How am I going to feed three kids? I'm going to be at Costco every other day. Yeah. And we're oh. going to be eating frozen beef tenderloins like that is going to be our life (laughs) grow another arm first of all that's my number one tip um I want I'm like when we remodel the kitchen which supposedly is happening like (laughs) two dishwashers two ovens like how do we make this happen and this is only three kids I have saved a couple of videos because our ultimate plan for this house, which like may not be for like 10 years from now, I don't know, is to knock down this house and like build our dream home on this lot. And I do see a bunch of like, you know how like people will give you tours of their like kitchen or something. And it's like, here are the things we built into our kitchen to make feeding our kids easier. Have you ever seen those? And it's like, drawers. it's like drawers where they can access their own like if they're about to eat breakfast, like they can access their own bowls Cereal. and spoons. Yeah. Like they don't yes. have to like, and then like fridges that are low that have only the kids stuff so that they can get in and get things themselves. And it's like all these things that like build <laughs> autonomy with eating. I'm like, I need to remember these. You should find somebody who like builds specifications for little people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, and, can you do this for my for my house, for yeah, my I mean, children? And then and then our kids get to be like 14 and 16. And they're like, come on, guys, come over to my <laughs> tiny fridge and let's get a Coca-Cola out. They're, they all have back problems in their teens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're bending over. That's, That's so, so funny. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Three kids sounds wild. I'm like, now that I mean, I'm, we'll see after yeah, two. Yeah. But that's always been, I'm like, I, I would like three. Like, three sounds good. Yeah. We're all one of three. That's interesting. No, Shannon's one of no, two. I, oh, two. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. And it always felt like I love my sister so much, I wish I had another sibling. Aww. Like, I know it's going to be absolute chaos having more than two. Well, having more than one uh, when they're little. But I'm like, it's four when they're older. That's why we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. I do think there's like a balance with three. Like I'm one of three. I just feel like it's balanced. I wonder how you would have done with another, with a sister. I know. I think it would have been hard for me. I was the star. (laughs) You were enough women for that family. You and Karen, you're enough woman for that family. I love having a sister. It's kind of weird. I'm like, Graydon and Margo will just have each other. I don't know. Someone was talking about my brother the other day and they um, they asked him like, oh, yeah, like which sister? And I was like, whoa, he has two sisters. I've like never really thought about it that way because yeah. for Ashley and I were like, we have a brother and sister. But with Hunter, I'm like, whoa, two sisters. That sucks. I'm sorry, Hunter. <laughs> Just say well, that's when I there. think about four would be fun, but it's so hard to get this correct to have two boys and two girls because then everybody yeah. gets a brother and everybody gets a sister and my I think parent, that's yeah. nice my but- parents wanted me to have a sibling so bad where my mom did and my dad was like I'm getting cut because I was 10 years after my sister and brother but you were the oopsie 
yeah, but it was the best thing that ever happened to them. So yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, okay. To wrap this up, I thought maybe I know. I feel like I've like poo pooed some of the resources we've seen online, just of it making it seem so easy. But there definitely are some feeding resources that have helped me. Do you guys have like some things that come to mind that? Maybe we could share that have helped you in your feeding your toddler journey. Yeah, this is going back a little ways, but this is when we were transitioning to solids period. Mm -hmm. I was terrified TJ was going to choke. Absolutely terrified. Like it was debilitating. It took Mm -hmm. me a long time to get over it. So I just bought three of those de-choker machines. I don't know if you've ever seen <laughs> that's them. Not yeah, funny. Yeah. That's awesome. But the ones that suck. I'm, yeah. Yes. You place yeah, it over yeah. their mouth and then you like pull. Those it. videos are terrifying. Terrifying. The kid in the pancake yeah. house, like the mom has to run out. <laughs> I got targeted so much, obviously, because I was constantly Googling, like, is my kid choking? Um, and they were like, here, buy this de-choker. And I did. And it was just like the mental load of knowing that if he did choke, I had something that I could like truly access. And I put one in my car and I put one right next to his um, high chair. And then I put one in Andrew's car. So we always had one near us and I've never used it. And like now I barely think about it, but it got me over the hump of starting to feed him solids. Cause I was truly like, I was like shaking, trying to like put a piece of chicken in his mouth. I was like, yeah, don't die. <laughs> Maybe that's why we don't watch our kids eat anymore. We were traumatized. Yeah, we're, like, we're like, yeah. we're like, finally, <laughs> we know they won't choke. Like, thank God. Yeah. I don't have to watch yeah. you eat. Um, I'm sure I won't have that with number two, but if you're on number one and you're like anxious about transitioning to solids, I think we've seen a few DMs about this. Like getting that D choker put my mind at ease and allowed yeah. me to actually like start. So that's my recommendation. Yeah. That and, and learning CPRs. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say was for me, like I am CPR certified from when I was a nanny. So I know what to do if a toddler starts to choke. My thing was I knew Vinny didn't and I knew my mom didn't. And my mom is the one who watches her. So I made all of them like sit down and I was like, sit down right now especially Vinny because he's like very distracted you know I could show him a video and he'll watch 30 seconds of it and say he watched it you know I like was like you need to watch this right now because if our child chokes on your watch I'll never forgive you yeah (laughs) so yeah um I guess it's not like a about um them transitioning to solids it was more um, of the mental load when Graydon was still at home, um, and having to make lunch as well. I don't have to do that anymore cause he's at daycare. So that was kind of taken off my plate, but we did the little spoon. Yeah. Um, meals that's on my a, list a too. while. Um, and he liked them for a while, but we ended up canceling it because he got to the, like that kind of picky stage where they just weren't his favorite anymore, but that worked for a good amount of time and they hide a lot of vegetables and stuff in the food so mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah that worked like way more vegetables when he was still eating a lot of purees and yeah like, exactly. maybe I just need to go back and start feeding him Give purees him, again yeah, smoothies we transitioned oh he does drink smoothies that's oh. like one of the hacks I guess I should say is he'll drink a smoothie so that's whenever smart. I make a smoothie for myself I make a little one for him too so smart mm-hmm. but when we transitioned to the little spoon meals he was just like no 
Yeah. I love, yeah, I loved Little Spoon for purees. Like that helped me introduce her to things and just took the pressure off of like making a bunch of purees. I was not one of those, I thought I would be, but I was not one of those people that had time or like it just wasn't in the cards for me. So I loved Little Spoon. Mm-hmm. And um, I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I love the 100 Foods Before One app. They give you meal plans. I say if you are like me and are stretched for time, my goal for a while, I feel like I've kind of fallen off on this in the past couple of weeks in all honesty, but for a while, I was trying to make one recipe from a cookbook or from that app a week. And that was like my one thing that made me feel like I was putting effort in and giving her something new. I would choose a recipe and I would make that and we would eat it throughout the week or try and eat it throughout the week. Um, And some of those were successful and some of them were crash and burn, but it made me feel like I was trying at least a little bit and like made me feel less guilty about just like feeding her in general. Um, so I, um, some of the cookbooks I love, I'll post the links cause I just realized I don't have the list up here. I'll post on our Instagram, some of the like cookbooks, the kids cookbooks that I love. And honestly, some of those recipes are delicious and Vinny and I end up eating them like throughout <laughs> the week. Um, they're quite good. So um, and then, of course, we all know about um, Solid Starts. That's such a great app when you are making that transition to solids to kind of understand. I love the chart of like which month they are and how to serve it to them. That was yeah. so I still look at that like now that she's 15 months, like if there's something she hasn't had, I'll like look it up to be like, what's the best way for me to serve this to her right now? And that's it's it's been good. I love solid starts. Yeah. That and my D choker really got me through some <laughs> hard times. I mean, yeah. I still don't think having, I mean, I feel like having that would be amazing because yeah. we looked at getting one for a while too. Just never did it. I always mm-hmm. kind of felt comfortable with Chris, but if it was just me, I would a hundred percent wish I had that <laughs> with yeah. me. Okay. One more rapid fire thing. Okay. It is what are your food go-tos like for your kids? What are their 100% what are their guarantees that they're going to eat? I'm embarrassed. No, oh, just minor, <laughs> minor embarrassing too. For sure. All, all carbs. <laughs> Bread. Uh, yeah, yeah. He loves Annie's mac and cheese, which I feel like I've talked about a million times. Yep. That's um, on my list as well. The dino nugs he loves. Um, he'll eat like Nora pasta sides. He likes any kind of pasta. He loves red sauce. Um, he'll eat turkey meatballs. He's really not that big into meat, grilled cheese, mm, cheesy guy. Yeah, <laughs> those are guy. those are all like guarantees. Those are also my guarantees. <laughs> so yeah, he'll eat some pizza too. So I mean, oh, that's I'm, good. Yeah, bad bad pizzas. Bad. Pizzas. <laughs> no, it's fine. Pizzas t- touch and go for us. Honestly, he loves the red. He likes red sauce. If I put it on ice cream, he'd eat it. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try that. That sounds yeah. gross. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd eat yeah, ice yeah. cream too, but you know. Yeah. All right, Shan, TJ what about will TJ? eat bananas, oh, yogurt, yeah. eggs. The smoothie that I forgot to mention. I've been doing smoothies so that he gets like some spinach or cauliflower. I'm going to try that, I think. He loves it. Um, strawberries, berries. He loves berries. 
mac and cheese. Yeah. Okay. Graydon likes all that too. I just, I went straight into the dumps of. See, AJ doesn't even like, he's not even guaranteed to eat chicken nuggets or pizza or any of that. It's like really a limited list of what he will definitely eat right now. Like, like berries. I keep seeing all these, you know, funny Instagram videos of like parents going broke to like buy their kids the amount of berries they eat. Alice will not touch a berry. Like she will Mm. be just recently. I learned that if I take blueberries and dip them in vanilla yogurt and put them on her thing, she'll eat the blueberries then. So that's been my go-to. That's like a go-to snack of ours recently is I will dip blueberries in vanilla yogurt and put them on her thing and she'll eat those. That's my way to get her to eat a blueberry. Um, but our go-tos, like, guaranteeds are watermelon. The girl yeah. can house some watermelon, let me tell you. Um, Annie's mac and cheese. Uh, those, like, I don't know the brand. Oh, I think it's Earth's Best. You know that brand? Um, those, like, oatmeal breakfast bars. Hmm. Oh. She wakes up She wakes up every morning and says, bar, bar, <laughs> bar. I'm He's like, trying to get yes. a drink, Candace. Not... <laughs> <laughs> she is my child. Like, take me to the bar, mom. <laughs> um, those bear chicken nuggets, those are goat like she'll eat those. Um what else are and then yogurt. Yeah. Like the girl won't like bananas, she won't those are not a guarantee for us. That's his favorite. Oh fruit. I've had to take the bananas like away. Like I can't visually have them out because he'll just oh, wow. look at his food and be like, not this. No, bananas. And like yeah. point to Nana. the bananas. Yeah. Oh, wait. One thing that is good that she eats and I'm this is like my saving grace and the only thing I'm even remotely saying about what she eats is there is a specific bag of mixed vegetables from Publix <laughs> that's like corn, uh, carrots, green beans and peas loves that stuff she will eat she and I just pour it straight onto her high chair and she'll eat it and I'm like thank god for that oh that's amazing if that ever goes away I don't know because those are the only vegetables she eats so I would fall over if Graydon ate that (laughs) that's my dream whoa I've definitely Uh, tried those soup vegetables before but maybe it's time to give it another whirl it's funny because at daycare they'll tell you what they feed them at lunch and he'll like I mean, they're the ones trying all the new stuff for me. And I'll see something that he eats. And I'm like, how is he eating that there? And we'll cook it at home and he won't touch it. So I'm like, are you lying to me? Is he really eating that? Like, That's so interesting. So I, when I was a nanny, I felt like there was a couple kids who, like, whose parents, like, really catered to, like, them and only giving them what they like and, like, only – you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. would, you know, yeah. like when the toddlers are older, like I'm talking three or four, they would be like, okay, do you want your dino nugs? Do you want blah, blah, blah. And they would give them like four or five options. And those kids were typically like quite picky. And the kids I noticed whose parents were like, this is what's for dinner. And it's kind yeah. of like goes back to the daycare thing of like daycare is like, this is what's for lunch. Yeah. Like they'll eat it. Take it or leave it. But it's so hard as a mom when you don't know what they're eating to not just be like, okay, I'll, I'll just give you what I know you're exactly. gonna eat. Exactly. So many- like I'm like, do should I? Because what ends up happening is he doesn't eat what I've given him, and then I'm like, okay, I'm 
going to give you yogurt because I don't want you to go to bed hungry. And, and I'm like, is that wrong? Am I teaching him that like no matter what, he's going to get yogurt? So he's just yeah. waiting for me to bust out the yogurt? Because mm-hmm. my sister-in-law, her thing is the parents decide what's going to be eaten and the kids decide how much. And that's like – their rule. So they okay. don't force the kids to eat more than they want to. And they're allowed to eat as much as they want. But they're also like kids. So I'm like, when do I start doing that versus yeah, like that's 18 one, months? And, yeah. yeah. One question I think is. We yeah. need to get an expert on here. We're going to have a part gotta, two where we're like, tell us what the fuck is going on. It's the people on. that make dinner as a family and you, your kid's going to eat whatever you make. Like how has that been if they don't eat? Tell me. That's what I yeah. want to know. That's what yeah. I, we need an expert to tell us. Like, when does that start? Because or just like I don't someone that does that in their day to day life. Just tell me, like, do like are they starving when they wake up? Do they wake up in the night hungry? Like, I think that's my fear. It's like yeah. I'm putting them to bed hungry or whatever. So just right. what's the outcome? Awesome. All right. Well, this has been fun. I hope that you feel seen. Mama, if you are listening and dinner time or meals meal time makes you want to cry, I hope this makes you feel less alone because I just needed to hear from other moms that they also are struggling with meal time. So, we're going to have a part 2 where we have some sort of food expert or f- future us moms that can tell us about these future transitions and how we actually get our kids to like sit down with us and all of those things. So stay tuned for that. We got to figure out who that is and what that looks like. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, no, you're not alone. Yeah. yeah. Bye guys. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday and don't forget the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right. Gotta go. My toddler just put something in her mouth.